Hi everyone, this is Cracker Classics, <laughs> weekly podcast where we uh, watch an old movie. Oh, uh, I'm Joshua. I'm Ian. We're, uh, we're, we're the Crackers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, old movies through the lens of today. Sometimes they work and more often they don't. But sometimes we can make excuses for how they could still maybe work these days. Maybe. Sometimes. Maybe. Not often, but... Yeah. This one, I don't know, have you seen it? Nope. I, haven't. Okay. I have no idea. I have heard the name before. I know absolutely nothing about it. We have no bias going in. It's not around the world in 80 days where it's a childhood <laughs> favorite or something. Yeah. Nothing to defend. It's just Razzle and Wrestle. That means nothing to me. Okay. I, I, got, I got nothing. Like I said, I know absolutely nothing here. <laughs> me too. This week we are watching Auntie Mame. Yep. Which I know that it was a Broadway show. I didn't know that till I read the blurb when you brought it up. Rosalind Russell originated the role of Mame on Broadway. And then when they made the movie, it was her. Cool. And I like Rosalind Russell. This is enough of an excuse to watch this. And I'm told it's a comedy. Uh, that's what the thing says. Mm-hmm. I, I, no clue. It had been a little bit since we'd done like actual comedy. Comedy. I was like, we'll see. Yeah, alright. Yeah, why not? We haven't done Rosalind for a while. Did his girl Friday. Who was in that? She was the main uh, clicky woman. The photographer. Oh, okay. Or journalist or whatever it was. I... I hope this is as funny <laughs> as His Girl Friday, but not as uh, cringy as His Girl Friday. Yes. I do know that she is an auntie. We know that much. Maybe? She is. It could just be an honorific? No, the smallest itty bit plot that I know about this movie is there's a kid or a young man is orphaned by his parents, and, and Mame is his auntie who okay. takes care of him once mom and dad go kaput. Or whatever happened to him. That's all I know. They got, they got trampled by an escaped rhinoceros. Maybe. Oh, that was James and the Giant Peach. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that just popped into my head when you said that. <laughs> I was, I was like, <laughs> when parents go kaputs. A guide to Disney. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This could have some uh... Disney vibes. You know, we have the orphan who maybe is special and will go off and do great things or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That trope still exists. Well, that's the trope that the Disney Empire is founded on, Mm -hmm. so... (laughs) Remember that, orphans. You are fodder for Disney. And you can make them a lot of money. But they won't give much of that to you. That's why I said make them a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I said, yeah. Just be warned. We, We Don't say we didn't warn you. I don't know if you're paying even the slightest bit of attention. You should be warned. About most things? No, about... Because <laughs> when we're recording this, like, Jeff Bezos just did his thing recently and thanked everybody for paying for it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So gross. Uh-huh. Anyway. Well, let's We're going to watch an old movie. Let's go rent this movie off Amazon. And this will be fun. Go watch this. Hopefully. Thank you for making me feel great about doing this. <laughs> Just take my mind off of fucking the dick who rode a dick into space. And not in a fun way. <laughs> <laughs> now, there, there was 
definitely a uh, disdainful inflection with both instances of dick. Anyway, fewer dicks in this movie, hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> well, it's we'll true. It's still 58, so yeah. um, not as big a dicks. Just more swinging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. See what we're getting ourselves into. Yay! Just hope to giggle and be somewhat entertained today. Please, dear let's God. <laughs> well, let's go get started. Okay. We'll be back for intermission impressions in just a moment. Hooray! Well, I'm enjoying myself so far. <laughs> this is fun. Some big problems, but it's a lot of fun. Well, it is uh, the depression, so... That's not the problem I'm having. Mm, I'm a little depressed. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering how she's kept the house during the depression. Probably paid off. I guess. She did sell off the car. For a coat. Yeah. I guess the depression did affect some rich folks. Uh, it affected a lot of rich folks. Not from what I've been told, though. No? Mostly, uh... People who suffered in the Depression were uh, suffering to begin with, and then they just suffered even more, because ah. they went from having just a little bit of nothing to having absolutely nothing, and the rich people went from having you know a shit ton of a lot of shit to just a lot of shit. Well, yeah, everything solid. Yeah, I mean, everyone lost stuff, but you know, the rich came out just fine. As they always do. But now we've got Mame, who, I don't know, I don't know how she made her money, but... Now she has to make her own money, and she's not good at I it. I don't think she made money in the first place. I think it's family money. I guess. Same impression I got. She can afford to hire foreigners to work for her. Well, of course. It's absolute necessity when you live in the city. I guess. Yeah, that's a bit of a caricature. That, they're both caricatures, but yeah. Ito is worse of a caricature. Really, yeah. Mara is an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Uh, she was mortified in the beginning of the movie, but now we'll work for her with no pay. Yeah. I thought her she was just to bring Patrick over and that was it. It's kind of shocked she stuck around. Didn't the will say something about her taking care of him? Or No, the Knickerbocker Bank was supposed to take care of him. They're supposed to take care of his money. Yeah. Uh. Which, of course, the banker thinks, oh, that means I take care of him. Because where I spend his money is where I'm going to take care of him. Maybe. I don't like that banker. Nope. Prejudiced piece of shit. Yep. You must have a conservative education. No riffraff. Must be highly restricted. Yep. I did learn a, a new term for being hungover, though. Hung? Hung. Don't talk to me, kid. Daddy's hung right now. That's a little different. When they um. said that, I'm like, um, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Really, we were lazy enough in the 20s. Couldn't say hung over. You were just hung. Well, we probably added over later. I think hung. It's, it feels like hung would they be the original term. They added it with term. that when they repealed Prohibition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, because at that point you weren't just hung, you were hung over because you're still hung the next day. That's hung over. Sure. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. Why not? Oh, and I, I, I wrote down one of the banker's lines, though, that were the one that really pissed me off. 
I'll uh, turn this boy into a God-fearing Christian if I have to break every bone in his body. I almost wrote that down, too. Uh, Go fuck yourself. Yep. (laughs) I'm sure that's what turned him into a God-fearing Christian as a child. Yeah, he was broken. Make it okay. No, no. Just because you were broken doesn't make it okay (laughs) to break other people. Exactly. But look how well he turned out. Oh, fuck off. Maine's not broken and she's destitute. She's got friends, though. Yes, she does. And she's not trying to break a child. No! She's very nurturing and loving of this child. To the point of borderline creepiness. Just a smidge. Well, every child should know how to mix a proper martini. Well, I'm not saying that. It's just like a little overdoting. Borderline Mrs. Robinson. But it's definitely not that. Definitely not that, no. Obviously it's not that. There's no vibe there at all. But there's almost. Maybe. She did get him pants. She could have got him more stuff. True. He was excited for long pants, finally. Yeah, that was weird. It's the depression. Yeah, but... I mean... How do you not already have long pants? I don't know. But it is the depression. You may need replacement pants, and... Cannot afford to get them at this moment. I've I've been in financial issues where I got a gift of something extremely useful like clothing, and I was very grateful. Oh my god, socks. Yes. You hate them as a kid. (laughs) As an adult, they're very useful. Very nice. Thank you. (laughs) I needed these. My mom's even yelled at me a few years about my uh, Christmas wish list. Like These are all useful things. What do you want? I just don't want to give you what you need. What do you want? I want to have the things I need. Yeah. I didn't know how to answer that question, Mom. <clears throat> well, that's how you answer it. I want to have the things I need. Yeah. I'm not getting them from the capitalists, so... Mm-hmm. Mm. You can get it from oil, though. Yeah. At Peckerwood. <laughs> I didn't know what he meant at first, either. Like, is that a name? Is that a town? Oh! I thought it was a term for racists, but... Well, it is his plantation. <laughs> did use that word. Yes, he did. And oil, so I don't see the connection uh, here. No. It, it's a very uh, Blanche Devereaux kind of thing. The big houses yeah. in the South are still called plantations. Not yeah. because they still are, but because they used to be. In the Gone with the Wind glory days of the South. Ugh. Yeah, I'm surprised Santa Claus is Southern, too. Didn't expect Santa Claus to have an accent. We've got enough accents in this movie, though. I'm in oil. It just keeps gushing. <laughs> Depression didn't affect him. Nope. Like I said, the rich did fine. They may have lost stuff. They may have thought it was terrible and awful. But compared to the rest of us, they still had stuff. He lost all your extraneous stuff. Mm-hmm. We lost all our stuff. Yep. That wasn't ours to begin with, because we were probably renting and... And it was the 20s and we bought everything on credit. Yeah, that too. COD. COD. Legend on a secret. That's the only slip I know how to fill out. (laughs) I love we got to see her try some blue-collar-ish jobs. Telephone operator... Sales girl. Yeah. Yeah, very stereotypical and sexist for the time. Those were the jobs that a woman could work, were allowed to work. 
It was fun. I watching thought she her. was a hit on stage. Like I was expecting to. Me too. I was expecting something that to more be some to come nice out turnaround. of that. Cause... That's how she gets famous or something. Yeah, because she was great. I you agree. Tell the, the audience the, hated the rest that of the play. play was garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the bracelets stole the show too much. Those are great bracelets. <laughs> I want those bracelets. Hell yeah, back there, reindeer. I want reindeer everywhere I go. Yeah, that uh, friend of hers, the actress, uh, Vera. Yes. She's only fun when she's drunk. I don't even think she's fun when she's drunk. Well, we didn't see much of her drunk. We saw her hungover, but then we saw her stone sober and working, and I didn't like her then. I didn't like her hungover either. Maybe for fun bickering, though. Yeah. There's a lot of the fun, uh, halfway good, debauched yeah. rich people behavior in the beginning of this movie. That was quite <laughs> hilarious. Yes. But now we're getting serious and, and maudlin as life happens. Aren't we, though? A little bit. More than it was <clears throat> in the beginning. More than it was in the beginning. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't think we're going to get dark or anything. I don't think we're going to know. I mean, it's supposed to be a comedy, right? Yeah. So the whole play thing is getting to me though like that... every scene transition like lights come down except for the spot on mame and I like it i'm just like ah uh, that just took me right out of it uh, reminded me that this is on a stage i don't know it still gives that theatery stage feel to which it. yeah when i'm watching a movie that's not what i want mm-hmm. i'd be fine with it on a stage because mm-hmm. that's what i'm there for when I'm watching a movie, that's not what I want. It takes me out of it, and it reminds me that I live in a world where Jeff Bezos just went to space in a giant penis. We keep bringing it up. It's because the movie keeps sticking me back into it. Apparently. Which is weird, because usually you don't get stuck into the penis. It goes the other way, but... You don't stick the penis. The penis sticks you. Exactly. But I keep getting stuck back into the penis. It's a personal problem. I I, I personally don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't you lucky? <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> um, that, that's, that's very off topic. Um, no penises in Auntie Mame. No, so no, unfortunately. No. Banker is kind of a dick. Mr. Babcock is definitely not inside Auntie Mame. No, but he's a dick. Yes. He said there were no penises except possibly Mr. Babcock. You said there were no penises in Auntie Mame. The movie Auntie Mame. Oh! The okay. watching, not the character in the movie. <laughs> Sorry, I should have specified. Yeah, yeah, you should have. That was very uh, ambiguous at, at best. Well, I'm not her nephew, so to call her auntie is not <laughs> correct. I would just call her Mame. All right, that's right. whatever. All right, <laughs> Yep, I'll give you that. I'm enjoying this, though. I, I'm having a blast. Yeah, there's definitely some appropriation. And you, even if I do get shoved back into the dick every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still very much enjoying it. I like the spotlight. I don't. I really don't. And just in case you forget who this is all about and who it entirely revolves around, it's Mame. Again, it's part of why I don't like it. It has a breakfast at Tiffany's vibe. Not just because of the awful Asian depictions. Well, (laughs) yeah. But we have a very Holly Golightly-esque character whom everyone kind of loves. 
but doesn't have any practicalness to her to get through. Except I actually the life like Maeve. Except yeah, Maeve is better. This is this is Holly Golightly, older, wiser, a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah, better. And the Asian depiction in this movie is only slightly better because it's actually played by someone who's Asian. Yep. Still doesn't make it okay, but it's better than Breakfast at Tiffany's. Definitely. We do have the issue here where we can't just cut them out of the story like we could in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, no, he was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But here you kind of... But Ito is, yeah. Ito's a little essential. Well, I don't know what's going to happen here. I have no I idea. Have no idea. I um, I assume she's probably gonna marry Mister Southern Longname, marry oil money, and, and move to Peckerwood. I don't know if that'll happen. I bet she's not gonna go for that. Well, that's true. She's gonna want to stay in the city. But Peckerwood, and then the kids—is he just gonna stay? A... Bright-eyed no, kid or no, is he no, because because Mister Southern Oil Money is gonna have Southern Oil Money, and she'll be able to tell Mister Knickerbocker to go fuck himself. She'll take care of the kid. She doesn't need that money no more. Mm. Okay, I see that because fuck that guy. Yeah, like most people with money, with a pecker would. Yeah, pop the whole house up as anyway. Oh. <laughs> Up the whole peckerwood up there. Exactly. The whole plantation <laughs> right up in there. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this conversation right now. <laughs> it's a fairly innocent movie. Yeah, but Aside from talking about libido and some of that stuff in the party. Heterosexual. The you won't need some of those words for months and months. <laughs> well, I'm keen to get back to this. Yep. Shall we finish? I think we shall. Alrighty. We shall return. Hopefully. More giggles and hopefully less decks. Yay! It's always such fun to mess with the uppity wasps. <laughs> it's charming. <laughs> it's a delightful romp. That was fun. I greatly enjoyed that. Uh yeah, yeah. I I can't decide on the upsons though. Uh oh, they're fake as fuck. That's where I'm thinking. But like, they're is, fake as fuck. Is the bigotry also fake because they think that's what you yes. have to be? To, okay, but that's it's, what you have. To it's a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, kind of saying that that's all fucking bullshit. Kind of. Yeah. People just do it to be. They do it because they think that's what you have to do. Yes. Mm -hmm. How convenient. Everyone just thinks you have to be an awful person to be an important person. Yep. Then we have Mame, whom... God, I love her. Not all that awful. No. She's got her flaws. Uh, Definitely. Like anyone. Yep. But she's a decent person. Yes. And and everyone loves her and fawns over her. It's because she's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's pretty great. (laughs) I'd hang out with Mame. Yeah. Some of her choices of uh, furniture or fashion might be a little questionable. Disagree. I, I would not put up with those fabulous. chairs that rise and fall. Those were... Okay, those were... I there. wouldn't put up with them. <laughs> those were there to fuck with the absence. True. There was a reason they were there. <laughs> and for that gag at the end. 
just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of caricaturing in here, though. Oh, yeah. Because not only... Everybody's a caricature. Pretty much. But then you have the Irish character. Yep. Who is... He really confuses me. He's Again, very gross. fake. Kind of gross. gross. Yep. I don't think he really needs that cane. Uh, clearly not. Yeah. He was vaulting up the stairs and flipping over the over couch. The... <laughs> like, yeah. It was clearly an affectation. And then he goes and, and sexes up Agnes and gets her pregnant and runs away. But they were married! Apparently. I, yeah. That's what really confuses me. Ah, that really pisses me off. He well, marries yeah. her, knocks her up, and then, and then leaves. skedaddles? Like, dude, fuck you. Yes, I was more confused than pissed off, but I should be pissed off at that. Because I'm pissed off. The fuck. Because then he, like, shows back up just in time. To, oh, I'll take the royalties for this book I had fucking shit all to do with. That was... I wrote two pages that were thrown out, I'm sure, because they were obtuse and garbage. Um, flowery garbage, but garbage. Not, yeah, not drab enough. But I'm sure Mame gave him the money so that he could take care of Agnes, because she liked Agnes. True. <laughs> that may have been intentional, too, in some form. What do you mean? There was a felt a lot of everything was done intentionally in, in that whole dinner scene. Maybe and you know she gave half of her funds to the Epstein's for a that was choice. Jewish children's <laughs> refugee home, right, right next, next to the wasps. Up downs. <laughs> yeah. That was that was half of it, and then the other half, conceivably, go into the the, the young couple who are in a family way. To put it in the parlance of these times that the movie takes place in. Yeah, Which but... time in this movie is weird. Weird. Nine Very years? Very weird. No. That's wrong. I don't, that's what they said, but that's wrong. Well, how old do you think <laughs> Patrick was in the beginning of the movie? Not nine. Well, he had to have been older than nine if it was a nine-year difference in time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, he was younger than that. Well, not... I mean... <sighs> Like, he might have been nine. He might have been nine. Maybe. That's where I'm at. But... Like, I don't think been... he was any older than that. Right. So then he's been barely 18. And in school for how long? Nine years. No, it, um, oh. college, excuse me. Um, yeah. When we get the new guy playing Patrick, not the kid, but the other guy. Yeah, I don't... All grown up Patrick. It doesn't... It doesn't track. It doesn't. In fact, I know it doesn't track the more I think about this, because he's in college when she's on her long honeymoon with the oil guy. Yep. And sends him the statue from Siam. Yeah. And then then Burnside falls off the Matterhorn and dies. Yeah. And she's in mourning for ten months. Yeah. And then she starts to write the book. Yeah. He's been already been in college for a little bit. He's well, probably he's at least he could be 21. engaged. So maybe he was, I don't know, he could have been like 12. Uh, maybe. Maybe. No. I don't know. How old is this? do you have to be to make a competent martini? Could a nine-year-old make a good martini? Goddamn right. Probably. Properly taught. My cousin's been making proper daiquiris since he was that age. <laughs> with honey in them? No, not with honey in them. That sounds He makes nasty. a good daiquiri. Um, <laughs> it just sounds nasty, a daiquiri with honey in it. Yeah. I mean, my, my rum drinking days are kind of over at this point, but, <laughs> um, I, no. No. I did, no. I don't even know how you do that. What, doing, do it well. 
You don't. Is that that's my kind of the right point? Yeah. You don't. I guess I'm just not waspy enough. Ugh. You're supposed to say, but wasps don't make honey. Uh, ah, never mind. Ah, just... no, that's fantastic. I, ah, yeah, you're right. I fucked that <laughs> up. But that that that's great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> There's a lot of witty banter in this movie. Ah, uh, yes. May yes. may have rubbed off on me a little bit. Fantastic. <laughs> this is one of those good dialogue movies. It is. It, it It's a fantastical romp. Top drawer! <laughs> Except when the, the Upsons are talking, of course. Oh no, that's part of the fun, because it's awful and... Dreary, and it's the nice dynamic. And they're awful. Um, yeah. I feel like it could be a little shorter. Uh, it could be a lot shorter. Well, by the end, I'm like, okay, we can end this. This is good. Oh! Now, grandchild, or excuse me, a uh, great nephew. Yeah. Um, though it's all about Mame, she does good things for others. Yes. Not like Breakfast at Tiffany's. No. Where she doesn't have a clue that it's all about her, despite making it all about her. Yeah. Know what people do for her. No, she's doing things for them. Yep. All and... she needed was a gold that she could. A gold mine she could dig a little bit. Yeah. It wouldn't happen if we didn't marry the Southern family and have that little romp in Georgia. And catch the fox. Poor thing was all tuckered out. <laughs> Told you, I, I called it. Oh, yeah. They tried to set it up to ruin her in this fox hunt, and I was like, nah, she's the one who's going to catch the fox. Barehanded, even. Yeah, that's true. Well, she kind of <laughs> flew into it. <laughs> And she rode the horse that was so evil it should have been put down two years ago. Side saddle, no less. And apparently the county vet told this woman, you have to put this thing down. It's and two an years asshole. go by. <laughs> There's yep. some legal things in there somewhere, I feel. Well, like he said, that's premeditated murder. Yeah, basically. I wouldn't have made a good impression if I went to Peckerwood and... <laughs> Name didn't get brought up much Definitely when we were there. Not, no, yeah, you know, it didn't. <laughs> mama, I don't know what my opinion is of Mama. No, really ain't great. It's all right, she's not around anymore. Yeah, mama's not bad. The other lady, though, the the horse murderer, yeah, or the uh, should have been, yeah, should have murdered her horse. He should have been horse murderer. Uh, that doesn't make sense either. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good lines and good descriptive. And then terms you watch her be incredibly nice and oh so mean, mm -hmm. like you do in the South. Yeah, the, that happens. Not just in the South, of course. Happens yeah, in the Midwest, too. There's just a mastery of it in the South that you don't. I mean, I mean, the Midwest kind of let it let, lets it slip, but in the South, because it's, it's passive all, aggressive in the Midwest. Yeah, it's all <laughs> flowery, lovely. You don't realize that. <laughs> you don't realize shit is raining down from you. Yeah, in the form of rose petals. Yep, the rose petals are actually brimstone. Well, it's the South, so it'd be magnolias, but the magnolias are actually brimstone. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Yep, that's fun though. Yeah. Laughed a lot. There's a lot of funny moments in here. And yes. Just gotta wade through a little cringe. And the length of it. Don't get exhausted by the end. With all the laughing and whatnot. A little, little sore in the abs. Yeah. A little sore in the abs. There's some great belly laughy moments. <laughs> which we've 
not experienced for a while. Nope. Not, not really. Thank you for suggesting a proper comedy. Mm-hmm. I, I had my doubts going in as to how funny this was going to be, but it's good. With good messages in it, too. Yeah. It's not just a... It's not like his girl Friday where it's just Garbage. cheap jokes. It's a message. I laughed. Nurture people. Yeah. yeah. Don't force things on and them. Let them flower. Nurture people and make sure they recognize the humanity in everyone. And be authentic. Yeah. Be you. Yep. Regardless if it frightens the wasps. Like Expose them to everyone. That's it right mm-hmm. there. Just don't lock yourself in a restricted community. Yeah. Hang out with the <gasps> Jewish cellist. Go back down, Upsons. Or whatever. Go back to Ups and Downs. That stupid name that, for your... I... I didn't laugh at it, but it's yeah. still stupid. It's terrible, and I love it. <laughs> Not a single horse at Ups and Downs. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway. In any case, watch this. Don't get too full of yourself. And, and there, there's more people in the world than just you. And they will open doors for you. Yep. And dress cool. Yeah. And insult the absence. Not be blonde. Offend the sensibilities. <laughs> the blonde heiresses on the East Coast. <laughs> Damn ping pong ball smashers. This is the stupidest story. Stupidest fucking story. She acted like it was worthy of a book. Sure, it was the only thing that's ever happened to her. Probably. It's another issue. You wall yourself off. You don't have an interesting story to tell. Nothing's happened to you. Yeah. I say this as someone who tries to avoid people a lot. How much happens? I'm okay with it, but I'm not going to write a book about it. Yeah, I've lived that life. Mm. I kind of like not having stories. Um, but I do kind of miss the stories. Yeah, it's a mixed bag. But is a story to tell worth going through the the shit that had to happen to make the story happen? Sometimes. Depends on the story. You're right. Yeah. yeah. One more stories. Well, next week we'll have another one. Yeah! Till then, follow us on Twitter, at Cracker Classics. Visit us on CrackerClassics.com. Subscribe to our Patreon. Give us money. Patreon slash Cracker Classics. Because we love money. But we love you more. Yeah. So, give us your money. Only give us money if you love us. Wait, that sounds... (laughs) Uh, We we love you whether or not you give us money. But if you give us money, give us your money, not some trust fund money. Uh, I take trust fund money from someone else. Depends on whose trust fund. As long as there's not strings attached, I'll take trust fund money. How much do I have to sanitize these money before (laughs) I have to touch it? Like like I said, if there's no strings, I'll take trust fund money. There's always strings when it comes to money. Well, yeah. It's a problem. We still gotta give whatever percent to Patreon, so... Exactly! See, the overhead. Yep. Asterisks. Yeah. Fine print. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Bye.